Hey guys, I want to tell you about Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. And how do I know? Because Todd Orndorff on a podcast now switched to Anchor. And it's absolutely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Can you imagine not having to lug all of your equipment every place you go to do an interview or record? You can do it all right from your phone. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to be heard, they send you there. You do the fun stuff, they do the hard stuff. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Johnny and I show is pretty darn good and a lot of people listen to it because we have a lot of structure. Okay. <laughs> Oh God! And you got a train wreck on your show? Are you? We're talking about a man. That's me. He's esteemed. He's known worldwide. You heard him. He has listeners everywhere. Woo! Damn near every corner of the globe. That's far. Mister. Tommy. Let's go. I'm a podcast veteran. Been in the game for ten years. I got the co-host. That knows most, and that's Johnny, and I'm Toddy, this is the TC. What's up, what's up, and good evening to you, this is Todd Orner from the Toddcast, coming at you from the great state of PA, Central PA to be exact. My name is Todd Ornorf. I'll be your party host for this evening, and along with me today, from Parts Unknown, he's the hype man for Tattooed in the Wild, the raging redneck himself. The title holder to Castle Venice, Andre K. Mr. Johnny Simonetti, or Simonetti, it never matters, because he's ready. Johnny, what's up, my friend? What's up, my homie? How are you this evening? Oh, dude, you know, I'm doing good. I'm just sitting here. I'm having a uh, having a credential, which we'll talk about here in a bit, because uh, I'm kind of flustered and kind of confused about what I'm drinking. But uh, things are going good, man. It's been a crazy week. Got a big golf match going on tomorrow. What's happening with you, bro? You know... Every week, what I say, I'm just grinding, just getting through the work week. That's all. How, listen, if you're grinding so much, like how, you know, like, okay, you're a dude, right? I'm a freaking dude. You know, like, do you have power tools in your house? Yes, of course. Do you have a grinder? Yes. How many times have you had to change the wheel in a year for as much as you're grinding? Actually, I used a little three-inch grinding pads. Uh, two or three times a week. You know, depending on the job size, don't matter. He's using the three inch, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I you served it, dude, and I had to hit, I, I had to hit it out of the park. But uh, you know, there's one thing I never really thought that I could do. There's uh, you know, I, I brought you on here, and I was like, all right, cool. Contrast of styles. He's a southerner. I'm a northerner. Clearly, we don't sound alike. It's awesome. It's cool. But I never thought in a million years that I would have two people representing one state on my show. And it's kind of wigs me out because I don't know how to take this. I don't know how to take you, you people. All right. <laughs> you people. You, know, you, know, just, you, you know, people. Oh, let's oh, chiming in before the intro. Who the hell she thinks she is? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you know, Johnny, I did our intro. Go ahead. Bring her in. Figure it out. Just say something. Look, this she, is she's gritted this... from ear to ear already. This is the one and only California Dreamin' or and Podcast Laney. Better known, yes. How are you, my dear? Um, now I'm getting nervous. My hands are sweaty. Yes, <laughs> that's because you were just yeah. raising the roof 22 seconds ago for Johnny's. Johnny's I know. Intro. It's I don't. Like, I don't have what you guys got credentials. So it's, it's like we were at the outdoor show. People are just seeing Johnny and like raising the roof. Come on, man. I heard that. He's a nut. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm getting the paperwork. I'm getting everything that I have for this show, and I'm just going to sign it over to you. Maybe we'll be even more famous. This is bullshit. <laughs> I bring you to the. I I take you to the top of the mountain, then you're pushing me off, and everybody's just, hey, Johnny. <laughs> See what I you you know you know I put up with this every week. He busts my balls every week. Well deserved, I might add. Lanny, how the <laughs> heck are you? I I'm doing great, actually. I'm I have stepped back a little bit from social media. 
Um, I did have a cancer scare, of course, like you guys know. Uh, so that took me back a little bit. And uh, my priorities have changed a little bit on what's important in my life instead of social media. Um, podcasting is like my second love. My first love is photography. So, you know, just, yeah, I love it. I love taking pictures of every moment of every time. Cause I don't know if I've ever, you know, when you get older, what if you don't remember that time? You know what I mean? I just want my kids to have something later, you know, stuff like that. But other than that, I just been working outside and, doing the things I'm supposed to do and uh, be with my boy and figure out this life and uh, try to make sense of it for him. He's, you know, going to be in high school. And this is a very challenging time for him because he's a young, kind of a young teenager. And he doesn't, he just wants to go back to school and be normal without a mask. Okay. Um, He knows the importance, but we as a family believe that if George Floyd can't breathe, we can't breathe either. So what's the difference? I think. But that may be, that's my opinion. Like I said, you could take it or leave it. Hate me for saying that. But we are not breathing either here. We're breathing our own toxins every day. And I don't see people, I see people working out in in gyms. Uh, you're breathing heavy. <laughs> What the heck? You know what I mean? Does it take someone to pass out and get really hurt to figure out a different plan? So I didn't want to get into this because I'm tired of hearing it. It's like beating a dead horse. But anyhow, um, my life is crazy. Uh, I have a crazy life. I had a crazy life. Uh, I am bipolar one, which I was just off the chain. You know, I would have no sleep for four days straight. Like I was on a drug and I was perfectly functional, which was weird to people. And that's just me. I I could do that in function with a job and everything. And then it would crash down on me. So, I mean, I've got it under control. I'm not, pills are not going to help you. They're going to keep you to a point where you're not going to freaking sleep for four days and go on a binger, you know. But I'm good now, so good. I mean, life. You want to know the juicy details? I am open to. Uh, you ask me, I'll tell you. I'm not embarrassed of what I've done. Uh, I've experienced everything and anything almost, and um, I loved it. <laughs> it was a high, you know what I mean. And sometimes I admit that I miss those highs. I felt like I. I lived recklessly and I felt like nothing could touch me. So if you got questions about it, I'll tell you. If you didn't hear some of my podcasts, it's pretty graphic, <laughs> you know. Um, I have more to tell, but I just been waiting a little bit. Some of the shit I can't remember, you know, because, you know, things were crazy. <laughs> you know, the one thing that you mentioned early on in this was um, you to you took a break from social media and you know um that's how johnny and i met many many years ago i've known this freaking fool for a very long time now and you know i recently um i hopped off of facebook off off of instagram and just like i guess the only way i can say it is like i soaked in life you know what i mean because you know I would have my own personal profiles like virtually everybody else in the world does. But then I had this other thing called Todd Warner from the Toddcast where it's really important to me that, you know, that I do my job for the show because not only do I put in a boatload of work to this, but so does Johnny. You know, he commits his time to the show as well. So I got into, all right, yeah, something interesting in my life happened here. But then wait a second. I got a freaking show coming up. I got to do some sort of promoting or do something, whatever, to try to get some eyes on this thing. You know, it's it's all about being a promoter of some sort. And it just, like, took over my freaking life, you know? And then not only, not only, not only the Facebook, but, man, you got Instagram, which I love a lot more than Facebook. I think a lot of people do. I, I think Johnny would agree with me on that, too. Yeah. Um, 
You know, so you, you got this platform on, and, and you got two different accounts on this one. You got this one with two different accounts on this one. And by the way, you got kids and a family. Come on now. You know, so I honestly have just like, I don't even miss it. I swear to God, I don't think about it. I don't ever think of, man, you know what? I just, I want to know what some, like, I want to know what my friend's little Timmy is doing in the backyard or someone's Aunt Edna crocheting something. That's freaking fantastic. Enjoy your crocheting, Aunt Edna. I just ain't interested. You know what I mean? So I'm literally like extremely happy that I'm not on there anymore. Right. So I think breaks from social media are healthy. You got to decompress sometimes. I think it consumes you sometimes and you get lost in it and – I'm more there to Instagram is more uh, creativity. Uh, I like a lot of creativity, whether it's weird shit. I'm talking, I'm looking at some weird shit. But Why do, why do I believe that, by the way? Um, because that's uh, my aura. <laughs> my aura. <laughs> um, everything is art to me. I don't, I think everybody has their own little freakish side but that's okay and it's okay to express it you know I mean we have haters out there that are not going to understand us and that's okay um there's people out of the box that see different things and if you don't like it you don't need to look at it um me per se I love taking pictures of women I I haven't found any to take pictures of because no offense guys they're (laughs) There is not, they're a little stiffy, you know, they don't kind of, I don't know, women seem to flow better of taking pictures than, <laughs> than men. Okay, I'm sorry. Simo, si- she says we have no rhythm, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this guy doesn't. You see this? I'm tan. I'm half, well, I'm halfway I to rhythm. I haven't seen your TikTok dance yet, dude, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I learned too, Johnny. Well, you know, and I'm I'm getting ready. Okay, okay. getting ready. Right. I'm to- trying not to do the booty ones because I can't pop it at all. I <laughs> my back starts hurting. You know, sciatic nerve starts hurting. I can't do it. <laughs> I think Johnny. I think Johnny needs to get on TikTok and pop lock and drop it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be pop locking and dropping into the ER. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell happened to my show? We just started. <laughs> I'm Laney and I'm I'm the train wreck. <laughs> so we are gonna get into your show and stuff, and you know, talk about all your stuff that you do on there. Um, but real quick, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, credential check. What we got? Oh my gosh! You know what I've got. Come on. Dude, I'm 62 days in. I am 62 days in, alcohol-free. Do you feel better, like, overall? Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, here's here's why I'm asking this, because you're a beer guy. Yep. I'm not. Because if I have a beer, like, I feel like I'm pregnant. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Beer just makes me bloat so freaking bad. And... So, as the world knows, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a whiskey man. And, uh, like, it doesn't affect me. You know, I'll have, like, a glass a day or whatever, or not even. But, like, no more than a glass. But, uh, whiskey, like, it doesn't make me feel what... It doesn't make me feel like garbage. And beer always made me feel like garbage. So, I just, like, I wanted to know, because I've taken breaks from whiskey. As If you remember, I, I couldn't get whiskey for, like, two months, and I'm trying to do the show. I felt like a phony. This is this is the gimmick, bro. You know what I mean? But, like, I didn't feel, like, any changes. Like, boom. But I know with beer, when I stopped drinking beer, dude, I felt phenomenal. Oh, yeah. You know? But, uh... Yep. All right. So you got the Ripski. Yep. If not, got that. If not, you're fired. All right. Yep. That's in. All right. I got mine. And uh, I got to bring up about what I got, because... I ran to the liquor store the other day, and uh, I just, like, went into... I get into these kicks where, like, I got to try something new. And 
I wasted pretty much my last of my 1792 small batch on our guest last week, Coach Kurt, and he basically <laughs> spit it out, that bum. So I, so I was like, all right, I'm going to try something new. And I found this. I'm a guy who buys stuff for bottles. My bottle, the 1792, is sexy as hell. It's like you you display that shit, all right? It's pretty. It's I'm telling you, it'll it'll get you going. So I got this thing here, and it's I got black velvet this time. Has anybody ever had black velvet? I have. Yep. It's a blended Canadian whiskey. It ain't too bad, eh? Yeah, it's pretty good. So that's what I'm that's what I'm gnawing on tonight is uh, some black velvet, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty impressed by it. Laney, I know you're not having a beverage, but uh, um, if I was, it would probably be uh, my favorite was uh, can you guess? Well, hold on, you look like are you a tequila person? I used to be, but something with fire fireball makes you warm and cozy. Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> hold on. It's close by. <laughs> Dude, I yep. would drink that like straight and not have no. Oh, God, I miss it so bad. It just don't like me anymore. Well, you know what's interesting <laughs> about stuff. that? It likes me. Oh, well, drink so, some for me. Dang it. <laughs> he will. Because that stuff is really good. Yeah. I'm so jealous. <laughs> this is my credential right here. <laughs> Water. Hey, you know, that H2O will jack you up. Be careful. <laughs> I know. So, so uh, yeah, the, the one thing we always do on the show is uh, is we have to ch- make sure that our credentials are there. Cause we're, but we, we do make exceptions from time to time. I mean, my right-hand man, he's he's 62 days uh, without any alcohol. So, you know, hats off to you because that's actually pretty awesome. Thank you. Appreciate cool. it. That's pretty cool. Um, it, it does make me sad, though, that... And, and not being rude, but it does make me sad that you're not having a because I'm kind of hoping for more uh, oatmeal cream pies and blow pop stories. And I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure off of uh, off of Heineken Zero or whatever the heck you want to call it, it's not going to work. But oh, I still do too. I don't need alcohol to do stupid shit. <laughs> I can do that on my own. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Listen, well, you know, I, I do want to say thank you because I do know that you do listen to the show, and I think you're a rock star for doing that. That is awesome. Um, uh, I know you heard last episode, and um, that was pretty cool. And I, you know, I like doing. Yeah, it. I really, I'm proud of you. You drank that White Claw. My daughter has been trying to get me to try it, and the seltzer thing just sounds bad in itself. So I'm like, no. I she legitimately wanted to die. It was that bad. Yeah. It was so bad. Like, did you, did you get a black cherry one yet? No, I'm not doing that garbage. I'm not having any cherry. more of this seltzer BS. Listen, I'm a man, okay? You see this? You see this shirt right here? Macho man. That's not for Randy Savage. Oh That's my god. Okay. The Macho Man is for Todd Ornorf, not Randy Savage. I'm not drinking no more White Claw. I don't expect any more White Claw comments. And right now, it's the equivalent of Donnie. That's how much. Don't poke that bear. I will poke that bear, and I'll punch him right in his horn. Oh, Lord. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yes, I I can honestly say that's one of Todd's favorite shirts right there. Oh, I know. Actually, I remember watching WWE when I was a kid and Macho Man. And I think Dusty Rose was like my dad's favorite. So, um, so. you're missing the all time greatest of all time. You're missing the greatest of all Who, time. Um, I'm, you're going to get is, uh, on Hogan, the, there is. You, there's. There's. Uh, no. No, listen. No. I got to cut Johnny off and tell him to stop cutting me off on my show. I'm going to do it to you, lady. Now, listen. You've been on this show for 22 minutes and 50 seconds. I talk lot. No. Listen. I, let's, <laughs> listen. This is my show. My name's on it. You got to listen. Okay. School me. School me. 23 minutes exactly. We started recording. 
and there's only one man you need to say. And I'm the host of this show, and my last name has a lot of meaning in that business, and you got to say Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff is the greatest of all time. If not, your butt's 86. I'm sorry. Dude, I have short-term memory. <laughs> well, find it. <laughs> yes, Mr. Todd. Now we're talking. All right, so tell people a little bit about your show, what it's about, what's happening, what's going on. Actually, basically, oh, sorry, are you finished? You kidding me? On my show. Is it, it's a time lapse in there. No, there ain't. She, no, there no put the thumb down. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, basically, I wanted to get my word out about mental illness and about people being abused, domestic violence. Um, I have been experienced through all that. Uh, rape victim, everything, you name it, um, mostly from my ex-husband. So um, I just wanted people to know that they're not alone and that, you know, people may not understand why women protect their abuser. Um, it's from the outside, people look like, why is she doing that? Or why is he doing that? It could be both ways. Um, you, I don't even understand. To be honest, it's not even about love. It's it's something else. It's, I think that you've been broken down so much that you just go back to the abuser. You help them. Um, and I want people to know that it's okay to have a voice. It's okay to be scared of your abuser. And he, he's not or she's not going to attack you if you follow the per- proper procedures, what you need to do. And I just wanted to reach out to people to know that there is people out there, a friend, whoever, that can help you. Because in that situation I was in, I felt alone, but I wasn't alone. I had family members watching this unfold, and they couldn't help me. I was so in tunnel vision with this man that I couldn't get out of it. So I just wanted to reach out to people and hoping that they will take something out of that and maybe think about it instead of waiting until it's too late until you get beat until you're dead or, you know, something else bad happens. So uh, that's why I started it. I started with a girlfriend at first, but she couldn't do it because she had other things that were going on in her life that she couldn't go on with the podcast. So I went alone and doing it is very nerve wracking and putting out your business. Um, But I knew I had to do it because I said I want to reach men and women. And it's okay that you're not okay sometimes. I'm not 100% okay all the time. You know, I struggle. So that's basically what my podcast is about is basically mental illness, you know, and all the stuff that you've been through. And hopefully that people will come forward and talk about it. And um that's pretty much it. I try to, you know, switch it up to I am I am big on military and PTSD. Um, I did have a brother in law that was killed in Iraq um, and he was 21 and he never got married and never had children. So that was the most devastating news I have ever got. It made me fall to my knees screaming. I've never I felt like I've lost like my heart. I taught him how to drive. Um, He had a really rough childhood and for him to, and he just got picked up for ranger school. So he didn't get to go. He did uh, do his reenlistment at the castle uh, of the Don Hussein's castle. And I saw the video and sometimes I want to see it again just to hear his voice. It's weird because I was very close to him. I mean, I bought his first pack of beer, him and his cousin, you know, I mean, I was the cool sister-in-law and I just felt that I was like his big sister and to lose him at a young age was like really rough for me. So I'm into that too. So I just try to reach out to people, but these days people don't talk. I don't know why they don't feedback or Johnny, you're not hearing anything, are you? No, I'm not. Okay. Oh, there, there she's back. There you go. We, we lost you for about six seconds. I don't know what you heard, but 
That's but anyways, right. that's basically what it is in a nutshell. I try to reach out to people, but you know, like I said, a lot of people are afraid because they don't want to be on video and I'm like, you're not going to be on video. You know, I edit it where it's just, we're talking, but it's hard to get people on to talk about that. I'm pretty transparent. I tell you anything. I'm not, like I said, I went through experiences and I'm not embarrassed about it. And knowing the illness I got, and the stuff I did recklessly, I was lucky I didn't get killed. So, yeah. And it's and it's and it's great that you you say you're not embarrassed or you're not ashamed because you're stepping out maybe of your comfort zone just to help people. And I think it's wonderful. I've listened to many many of your podcasts, and that's why I, you know I said last week on the show that you put your heart out there on the sleeve. I mean, it's it's amazing. I love to listen to your podcast because. Yeah, you might be talking about some tough things that had went on in your life. However, that might give the strength to someone else to speak up that might be going mm-hmm. through the same thing. No, I absolutely love it. Your daily messages on Instagram, you know, you, you're always on there just popping in and say, hey, this is what's going on today. Believe in yourself. You just always have a positive message. I try to. Some days I'm like, my hair is not combed and I just want to say, <laughs> You know what I mean? You know, I, I, I think I think you said that this morning. <laughs> oh God, look at my that hair! That was the other day. My, my okay. hair was like I just had woken up, dude. I didn't care. I probably had crust in my eyes, and who knows, a booger hanging out. I didn't care. You know. Yeah, I can kind of. Re- I think everybody can relate in some way, shape, or form to some sort of uh, mental illness or trauma or whatever. Like everybody knows somebody. I feel like that's just like the way the world right. is now. And I know that I know that Johnny knows this, but like I work in mental health myself. Mm-hmm. That's what I do for a living. I work in mental health, and um, it's here's. I, I was talking to somebody about this. I think it was like last week or whatever. Um, I spent my adult life in the casino industry. Okay, so I was I was a guy who was a dealer in multiple multiple casinos. And it's really hard to make friends with people when you're, like, taking somebody's mortgage payment at the craps table. You know what I mean? Like, you don't make friends easy that way. So then yeah. whenever I came back home to where I'm from, um, settled down here, had to, uh, obviously had to get a job, and I was like, okay, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help people. And I, I've made people mad for many years in the casinos. <laughs> now I want to do something to help people. So there is a very big mental health unit here, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this out or whatever. I realize I don't make too many people happy there either, but it's a work in progress, obviously. But Mm -hmm. uh, I I just think it's kind of interesting, you know, that, like, you know, here's my guest today, know what her show's about, and that's stuff that I deal with on the other side daily, you know? And it's... uh, it's a really interesting feel, but like once you learn about it, like I feel like you look at people a little bit differently in the sense of of like okay, maybe I can like figure out what this what this person might be going through just because I deal with it, and then okay, here's a message I might be able to pass on to somebody. I'm like you know what, here's how you're gonna smile today. This is what you're gonna do. This is my advice. Take it and be a rock star. That's kind of that's like. At work, that's kind of how I look at things anymore. You know what I mean? Because you can you can take a step back and just see someone who's going through some stuff. And I'll bet you most of the people can relate to some things that are going on in someone's life. It might not be to the same degree, but something might have happened to you. Something might have happened to your neighbor, your best friend, your brother, your sister, whoever it may be. You know what I mean? So I think it's really I think it's really cool that there is a podcast out there that talks about this stuff cuz I think more people than not ha- are are able to maybe not fully understand but have a sense of what is being spoken about if that makes sense it's kind of hard to describe but I I think, um, I think it touches a lot more people than maybe some people think and or want to admit Do you think that um like your job, is it exhausting sometimes? The 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 because I know it from experience, like being married a few times in my life. 
Um, I either make the other person just, it's because it's a roller coaster. It's, you know, it's like you have to be that special person to understand it. And relationships weren't for me. I always been judged and, and it was hard to keep a boyfriend or whatnot in the past because either the ones that stayed were just probably more crazy than I was because they liked the crazy train they wanted to ride or (laughs) the ones that were like, dude, I need to like hurry up and get out the door kind of thing because I don't want to mess with this crazy chick. Because I'm going to admit this right now. When I was dating, I would do this to men. Okay, no offense, guys, but I would go on a date. And the first thing, you know, you talk about things. Well, the first thing out of my mouth is I'm bipolar one and I'd like to see their faces. It's either they start fidgeting, getting uncomfortable and just let's hurry up and eat and let's he's out the door or you get the ones that want to stick around. And I get a little nervous because it's like, okay, he wants to ride the crazy train. And I'm like, shit, you know. I don't know if this is good because the dude could be more crazier than me. <laughs> so it was either they're shaking in their boots or they were like, Ooh, cool, this is going to be fun. So, you know, being in a relationship and being off meds is you push everybody away because they don't understand you. So I had a really hard time with that. Um, But, yeah, that was my dating kind of situations. And there was more crazy stuff, but I'm not going to say. That'll be another podcast, X-rated, not kind of for children. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure the the threesome and the gay husband was enough. So, but, uh, yeah, I mean, do you think it's exhausting working in the field you do? In the position that I had, yes, I used to work mentally, mentally, straight up. Yeah, it was um, being with um, almost forty patients at one time. Yes, it was. Um, I was never like one on one and whatnot, um, but uh, yeah, things did get exhausting from time to time. Uh, and I would do 32 hours in two days, hands-on with patients. So, yeah, it, it did get – because it wasn't all just, like, depression or bipolar. You know, it was, like, schizophrenia. It was a whole bunch of stuff. So you got different things coming at you in all different ways. So it was, but I'm telling you what, when you see progress in people, it was very, very rewarding. I've been in a couple of in institution so um they run differently some they mix everybody together which is probably not a good idea because uh my first institutionalization was when i was 13 years old i had tried to commit suicide a few times and um uh, a boy in there was suffering with something but he was nice to me and then he started choking me um just all of a sudden so Um, I don't know what was going on with that, but the other times was when I was an adult, like 2012, uh, I tried to commit suicide twice. Um, the last time my son basically saved me, um, I was in the garage and it was, I was one step away, like one step. And I heard his voice running out the back door and I was in the garage. So I know for a fact that God was watching over me and it's like you're not you can't go anywhere you have a child you need to get your stuff together so everything started to get a little different then you know just walls started rolling and and my mom came to get me or my ex dropped me off at my parents house said here you go I can't deal with her um and that was it so I basically got abandoned by the husband that abused me <laughs> so awesome sauce what you're you're, Karma. you're a rock star now though so yep. you know what yeah I, all you I, can I, do all you can do is grow from situations right dude i have 
fell a few times and I keep on getting back up. So, I mean, I'm still here. That's what life is all about. I know there's a purpose for me. So, that's all that matters. That's right. That's right. Not to make be Debbie Downer, but, you know, there is, you fall down, you get up. You fall down, get up. You just keep on trucking, you know what I mean? There's always a purpose for you here. So, that's why I keep on going. That's awesome. You know? I think that is awesome. I'm just not like uh, California dreaming on there. That's my expression page, you know? I just get wild, buck wild. You know, and uh, podcast is doing the podcast. And if you've checked out my my photography, my landscape and all that nature, um, I'm all over the place. I love it. And I, I told you, I, I sent you a message. I told you which ones are my favorite ones. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the black and white ones. Yeah, the black and white ones I love, too. It captures a lot, especially with my husband. He hates yep. pictures, but he just is this rugged i love southern men i don't know i fell in love with them i think it's because i i think it's because i like sam elliott okay and he kind of like resembles him so i might have a big crush on this 80 year old man sam (laughs) elliott is a gangster man he really does he does resemble him i love him and i'm just like in awe with my husband. Though. Those, he those are my absolute favorite pictures that you post, black and whites of you and your husband, because it's yeah. always it's always seems like you're capturing a moment, even though whatever it may be, it just always seems like, well, that was a moment that you just caught that wasn't meant to be caught. Oh, yeah. If you talk to my husband, he'll be bitching. He'll be like, yeah, she took four hours just to take that one photo. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Dude, what the hell? <laughs> Keep on going. <laughs> I don't know. I know Todd likes to take pictures. <laughs> Actually. Hey, do it. <laughs> what is that? Sorry. I don't know. Wasn't Heisman. that on wrestling? <laughs> no, that, that's the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> oh. Okay, I got confused. Okay, I'm, I'm lost. Oh, okay, oh. it's that way, not this way. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, you're right. Hey, no, that's right. She's right. Hulk Hogan did that. No. Yes, he no. did. What it was. Okay. Oh, there. He had, he had, the, he had the fist, though. He had okay. a 24-inch okay. brother. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question about wrestling, because um, I'm not too familiar with it now, but is it true that one of the wrestlers recently – had his eyeball pop out of the socket. Rey Mysterio. Uh, storyline. Okay. Huh? It was a storyline. Oh, okay. Because I saw it and I was like, Ugh. <laughs> no. Nah, it, it was, it was a storyline. It was an eye for an eye match. The only way to win was you had to knock someone's eye out. Legit. And, uh, oh, 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 yeah. Sort of. Well, yeah. listen. Watch the F word on my show. <laughs> okay. I knew well, it was, it was stage. Watch the F word. <laughs> it was storyline. <laughs> she doesn't know. Oh my God, you're cutting out. She does Good. I'm glad I'm cutting out because you're gonna need me to. <laughs> Johnny, take over. Before, you must take over before me I cut went. a promo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Staged. I knew that. Okay, yeah, use that word. I knew that. I knew that okay, was coming. I didn't know. I'm new. <laughs> you guys didn't prep me for. That's too... <laughs> clearly. We go through a lot of prep on our show. Clearly. Yeah, nah, nah. Now, now I know. Nah. I'm not cut out for this show. All right, Johnny. We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta head to bullet point C dash five four. Go for it. <laughs> no, we don't. Looking... We have no freaking it's... structure. It must be on my other page. <laughs> Don't forget to flip your cliff notes. That's right. Oh my goodness! So that's good. Stuff. What is uh? What's been your biggest struggle with podcasting this far? Because it's not easy. And you know, what are you? You're 13 episodes in. Oh God, no! <laughs> I'm so not. I am like eight or nine. I'm pretty sure I saw 13. Uh, no, I don't think so. I thought I saw a 13 somewhere. 
I haven't kept up with it. I don't look at the stats or anything. So you don't. Oh, that becomes an addiction. I'm telling you, there's been so many times I can't, where I messed with Johnny. I have, like, Johnny! I have an addiction. Yeah, it gets to be, it gets to be crazy. Like I'll check. You know, I'll, thankfully we are on Anchor, and I know you do Spreaker and stuff. But listen, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. You know, bump you off of something. But, dude, I'm telling you, Anchor, the analytics you get with Anchor, I can narrow it down to the town. Not the county, the town where your listeners are. So if I know Johnny is in his home and he's not listening and I there's someone in his hometown, I'm going to crack him. That's exactly right. You know what? Let me tell you why this is a good thing, okay? You see, there's this company called Anchor. <laughs> I'm going to be a pitchman. I need to start doing voiceover work. Yes, very but no, check out Anchor sometime. It's pretty cool. You get some crazy analytics. And when you start to do this more and more and more, and you do it as long as I have, and now even Johnny, because he just hit his one year. I'm start. I didn't drink. I didn't drink. I didn't drink I as much until I brought Johnny on. That's all I'm saying. So, <laughs> but the thing is, you really get you really get like amped up in your numbers. You know what I mean? Like I'll get another country and Johnny Simo, we just got number twenty. You know, it's like it brings, it makes you go crazy, but it's a good crazy. I think that I get nervous when I do a podcast, and then when I see a few people listening to it, that makes me my anxiety get a little bit high because I'm like, I'm a chill person, and I don't like stress or pressure, so I do it as my leisure. <laughs> and the hard thing is getting people to get on the show is hard to do um like i said some people just i don't know what they're doing they're young and they're not used to radio i wanted to be a dj when i was younger i love music i love 80s music i am an 80s person so bad i love all kinds of music i mean dude i'm just I want to be a DJ. I wish I could be a DJ, a music DJ. Well, listen, There's too much talking. Why don't you be like a DJ at weddings? You can make bank and have a heck of a time and laugh at people all night long. Okay. True. You could do that and watch some someone's like Uncle Henry try to do the sprinkler and him totally jack it up. They, Dude, I do the sprinkler them. all the time. Is, is that your go-to move? To make my husband laugh, yeah. We're in the car and I play 80s music and I'm just busting out, you know, doing the thing. And he's just laughing like, you are a trip. That's what he tells me. <laughs> Greatest 80s band. Oh, God, there's so many. I'm a bass player. Okay. And I have a bandana on. And I play. Are you a Motley Crue? You're too. freaking right I am. I am Nikki Six. I know but, you are. but I didn't die twice. Go ahead. Brett Michaels is probably your favorite. You watch your mouth on my show. <laughs> Listen to this. Eighties. But you don't look like him. God no. Hey, Brett Michaels. <laughs> yeah. He, wish, he wishes he had yeah. these luscious locks. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, I love Sebastian from um, Skid Row. The- Oh, God, I loved Sebastian his hair. Bach? I don't know why. I just wanted to put my hands through his hair. <laughs> 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 I was a Cinderella fan. I was a uh, warrant, um, rat, um, you know, you know, the Scorpions and, you know, some weird 80s music that was crazy. But... All right. I got a trivia question for you then, young lady. You said Warrant, right? Name uh-huh. one other song by them other than Cherry Pie. <laughs> er, Uncle Tom's Cabin. That doesn't count. Name a, <laughs> that doesn't Dude. that doesn't count. It doesn't count. That was like my favorite song, though. <laughs> well, no, it doesn't count because nobody else knows another song. You're trying to. You, you threw me off on my show. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to go with the phone and be like, "All right, Todd, you're right." Listen, this is how this show works, okay? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Uncle Henry's Harvest or whatever you said, it's not going to work. No. Nobody knows any other song by that mother than Cherry Pie. I don't care who you are. I don't care how old you are. 
They have one song. The only reason why you guys like that is because of the chick that's in, bouncing around. In the video? Yeah. Never saw it. Johnny, what's your favorite? Liar. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody saw it. Johnny's a Def Leppard guy. Yep. I, like, I <gasps> yes. love Def Leppard. Yep. Yes. Oh, and um, I Saw Red is another Warren song, just for the record. Yes, it is. By who? I forgot By who? By Warren. They had one song. I Saw Red was another one, just for the record. Listen, yes, first, of all, that, it was. first of all, you're trying to show me up when we have a guest on. No. Nope. You showed me up in nope. Harrisburg, and I don't appreciate it. You ain't showing me up now. <laughs> so, therefore, they had one song. Do you want to know what this is really like, Lanny? This is exactly what it is. Johnny, every week, John, John every tries, week, every week, John tries to show me up, and then I got to, then I got to cut a promo on him. I got to figure I'm gonna fire him. I got to put out applications, and now because of all these things, I'm learning about Johnny trying to get a new co-host. His applications get longer and longer and longer, so I can't find anybody. <laughs> so now I got to keep him on there, and now I'm stuck with him. Okay, what's your favorite '80s band then? You already said it. So you like girls, girls, girls? You know what my favorite song by them is? What? Wild Side. Oh, that's a good one. You're, that's a good one. You're darn yeah. freaking right it is. It's better than Cherry Pie and Uncle Henry's Harvest or whatever you said. You know, I don't... <laughs> I like that song. I, it's not... You're going to mess me up. Now I'm going to think of that every time I listen. Uncle <laughs> Henry! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just saying. Just saying. I don't know. I was listening to Pixies the other day. On on purpose? Yes, I like Pixies sometimes. You know, they were... I'm a huge music dude and, like, history of music person, and this kind of just, like, took a turn into this. But did you know that they were, like, the... um, They were, like, the major influence for that whole... Well, okay, so you're a California girl. So they were the Mm -hmm. influence for that whole, like, late 80s, early 90s, like Seattle grunge scene. It was the Pixies who were like, all right, we want to model ourselves after these guys or whatever, like a Nirvana or Pearl Jam or whatever, you know, which by the way, if you don't think Eddie Vedder has one of the single greatest lead singing voices of all time, I'm going to have to ask you to walk off the show. Actually, they were my favorite band. Bond? I lived they were her in- favorite Bond. I, <laughs> I lived in Hawaii for three years and we, my ex-husband and I flew to Maui to see them with hardly any freaking money. Okay. We made our own shirts that says Pearl Jammer bust and we made it with the yield sign and everything. Okay. And we were just absolutely in love with Pearl Jam and we went to see them in LA also. So we were like, really Pearl Jam fans. That's pretty awesome. And we even got on their website for the fan shit, too. We were weirdos. <laughs> were you the president of the Pearl Jam fan club? No, I was not. But I loved Eddie Vedder. I thought he was cute. I was in love with uh, uh, Chris Cornell, too. Johnny saved me. I don't even know where the heck to go from this crap right now. I'm sorry. I'm... I just love music, okay? Love music. See, I'm the... I'm digging the whole '80s uh, vibe. I'm, Dude, I, I'm, 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 were I'm cool. They were. They were the best music. I sp- my husband I had, don't like the '80s. He's like, ugh. <laughs> I I had the privilege of spending three years and nine days in the '80s. <laughs> December twenty second, nineteen eighty six. Three years and nine days. That's all I had. But you know what? It was a glorious time. But it is my favorite music, though. Yeah, not- and uh, my wife, my wife is the biggest Bon Jovi fan you could ever meet. Oh yeah, he was a good one too. She loves Bon Jovi. He's like, oh my god. <laughs> I honestly think she would throw rocks at me if uh, Bon Jovi walked in. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Man? Silence! Silence! <laughs> I can't take you guys. Did you, you guys know that that between yourselves? God, he's checking. Did you ever know of Mother Love Bone? Uh, absolutely. Come on now. 
Well, some people don't, you know. I was just asking. Got me on that one. Go ahead, tell them. I think that was the one where um, Eddie Vedder and Chris Cornell played in that band. Is that correct? I don't. I don't think that's correct. You got. Darn it! Now I'm second guessing myself, but I know. Well, I'm not sure. I think that was their first kind of. Well, because I know what that was kind of like a Nirvana before Nirvana, right? Isn't that what they were? That's that's Mother I Love Bone, so, I believe. Yeah. yeah, I can play their song right now if you can. <laughs> I like some weird stuff. Like I loved um, Hollow Notes. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm a weirdo. <laughs> You're a rich girl. <laughs> sorry. I can see a TikTok dance. Personal happening. Jesus. <laughs> Say hey, again. Depeche Mode. Oh yeah. Anybody? Yes. No. First Jesus. No. no? no. That's a no. For you. no okay. No. no. Cinderella. No. 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 Actually, Steve Perry was went to school with my father. Oh. Uh, oh no! No kidding. Yeah, in Hanford, California. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. That's where we're from. <laughs> yeah, and Todd, you you can ask. To- Lawrence, Lawrence can vouch for me. When we used to hang out all the time, we sat around the campfire. Lawrence would go through and play. We would just play three seconds of the of a song from the eighties, and we played music trivia all night. Lawrence says, "I've never met anybody that knew some of the weirdest freaking bands that you would never guess, other than you." Oh, I can, I can, yeah, I can pick out some I'm the crazy. Weirdo too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. That's, Sorry, that, Todd. That, that, oh, I understand what I'm working with tonight. Trust me, both of you. <laughs> yeah. I uh, that's actually one of my favorite games. Is it's kind of like a name that tune or whatever on like long car rides because I'm a traveler. I like to just hop in the car and just drive to Connecticut or something. That's just how I am. But um, yeah, that's one of my favorite games. But you know what has won me numerous titles in that. What's that? A lot of people listen to the show, and a lot of people that I know listen to the show, and I don't want to really say it, but, you know, it, it, listen, if you know you're going to play this, and there's multiple people in the car, make sure you're in the back seat, okay? okay. There's a strategy to how to win this game. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. I'm sure you, some of you might even have it. But Shazam has won me so many freaking games. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I <laughs> right there it is i don't mess around i love that i love that game so much listen i'll trip my grandma in a race to win i don't care i'm not coming out second best all right but you know what it does I, is that an app you don't know what shazam is you play a song okay say you're say you're in the car you have this app it's called shazam you hear a song press the button with oh is that Within a second, it's going to give you the artist and the song title. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm I have pretty that. much undefeated. And if, and if I play against somebody else, say I'm driving and there's someone in the backseat, and I find out they have Shazam, I'm shaming them. I don't care. <laughs> that's, that's my jam. That's my gimmick. There's only room at the top of the mountain for one. And if I have to, you then you're, that's all it is. Dude, That's oh my funny. god, that is. Welcome to the Toddcast. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to talk about something else? I mean, I have something to uh, add in if you want. I brought you on the show to spew your face. Go ahead and spew. Spew my face? I don't know about me or just about life. What's going on? Like the triple murder that happened in Polk County. <laughs> Isn't that where Al Bundy played? High school football. All right. Polk County. Oh, all right. He played. A, he played. Polk. He played at Polk High School. He four, Polk he, High. He scored four touchdowns in one game. Oh my game. god! This is Polk, Polk County, Florida. <laughs> he scored four touchdowns in one game. Oh my god! I remember. Hey Johnny, does this look familiar? Pretend this is a football. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Lainey, yep. go ahead. You want to talk about that? 
It's kind of Debbie Downer there, but or we could talk about who I am. I'm from California. Yeah, listen, I'm, I want people to listen to your show. So how- I'm from California. I grew up there, you know, um, all my life. It's a little town called Hanford, California. Um, it's near Lemoore Naval Air Station. I don't know. Probably no one knows where that is. It's like in the middle of California near Fresno. Everybody knows Fresno. And it's a hot death valley. It gets up to 112 in the summer. And um, I just grew up there and got married and married to a military guy and moved around a lot. Lived in Ventura, California. Lived in Hawaii. Lived in Arlington, The ex worked at the White House and um, I was I had to be the proper wife, which sucked because I had a friend that asked me, how are you married to him? You're like wild and he's so conservative. (laughs) I was piercing my own face. okay, at the time. Yeah, I pierced my eyebrow. (laughs) (laughs) in Hawaii by myself with no numbing or anything. And uh, I got ripped out when I put a shirt on. Yeah, that was rock your stars treatment there. But yeah, that's what I did. And we had some wild times and uh, basically traveled and you came out of the closet. Interesting turn of events. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Johnny, you're up. Two kids after. Questions? I know. I have none. I I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Military. Um, We stayed together for a little bit because at the time there was um, Don't Ask, No Tell. Mm -hmm. Um, So we played the part um, for a little bit. Things escalated because we lived together. We did everything that a that a married couple would do still, knowing that he's gay. Um, We live separate lives. So what came to a head was we went to a... The White House had a, like, for all the, the people that cook there, it's on the side of the White House. So they had a big shindig, and we were only allowed, like, one champagne bottle to table. Well, my ex and his friend decided to go talk to a lady that was given mixed drinks and they got fucked. I mean, screwed up. <laughs> they got a little tipsy. <laughs> so things just escalated and we got into a physical altercation in the car with a buddy of ours that was driving. And um, I just remember my heel kicking him in the side and he jumped in the back and then the brawl started happening and my fist started flying and the gay guy that was driving that was our friend said stop it stop it stop it whatever he's pulled over so the ex he's in a tux I'm in formal gear okay here's the highway and here's this big old slope to another highway and it hits another base like a military base he gets out of the car, slides down like trees and everything. This is like near D.C. or whatever. I can't remember what basic he went on. Um, so I am I get out of the car, too, and I'm following him with heels on, just formal attire, following him, go to the front desk. I had leaves and crap in my hair, sticks, makeup was smeared. It looked like I got the crap beat out of me, but I didn't. I actually beat the crap out of him. <laughs> so... He went, (laughs) yeah, he went hiding on the base. And I said, this is what happened. And that's when the protocol came. They went and found him hiding somewhere and they put him in this holding cell. And then they put me outside and they wanted me, us to stay away from each other. I said, technically, you can't do that because we do not live on this base. We live off base. So the next day, oh, my God, he had a black eye. I gave him a black <laughs> Dude, I don't know how to fight, okay? So I just right was, hook you have. I 
Yeah, he had a big old shiner and he got called into the big wigs in the White House and he got fired. So we were transported out of there because probably because of me. <laughs> oh, but wow. the only reason why I decked him, dude, he said I, he said I was the one that made him gay, and I just saw red. Yeah. And that was it, dude. I just started swinging and kicking. Not this is actually like an interesting segue because there was something I did want to mention. <laughs> uh has nothing to do with homosexuals or nothing, but it has a lot to do with right hooks. Um, I was going to mention this, and it's kind of like led me to this thing I want to say, because I'm a huge Mike Tyson fan. And I don't know if you guys have ever liked boxing or whatever. Johnny, you may have back in the day. Obviously, everybody knows how good Tyson was. Yeah. He, uh-huh. He's coming out of retirement. I heard. Did you hear that? Yeah. Is that true? Roy Jones Jr. in September. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. I'm a huge Tyson guy. Like, this one rant that I had about Donnie on the show, I was talking about in Tokyo in 1990. I'm Buster Douglas. He is Mike Tyson in Tokyo. So, like, like, a lot of my references in life have to do with just, like, Mike Tyson because I think the guy's an absolute rock star and of a boxer. Yeah. And, uh, but no, like before we started, I just saw that he's going to be, uh, he's going to be fighting again. So listen, he's been out of the game for a while and you're a seasoned vet as, as a brawler, apparently. So if you want to give him some, uh, you know, if if you want to like remind him how to get inside and give a couple jabs, you know, stick, stick, boom, you know what I mean? (laughs) I only done Tybo, man. (laughs) Billy Blanks would have <laughs> Billy Blanks would have been so proud. Yes, he would. <laughs> Whatever happened to Billy um, Blanks? I don't know, but he was cool, and that shit cooked my ass. His his <laughs> chrome dome was so shiny, it just glistened in the in the light. <laughs> oh my god. So, tell everybody, okay. Oh, God, I'm getting All right, tell everybody the name of your show. Tell everybody where they can find it and uh, where they can find you on social media. Well, you can find me on IG, Instagram, podcast, underscore P.Laney. And I have the link in my bio where you can click. I'm on Spreaker, of course, all the other ones, which is Spotify, I Heart Right Radio. And then if you want to check out my photography page is IG underscore uh, photography eight uh, photography eighteen, sorry. And um and then you can catch me in other places. Um I don't really put out my Facebook because it's just you know it's just too much trash on there. So sorry. Let me ask you this real quick. How many different podcast providers is your show distributed to? Any idea? Um, let me see if I can name them all. Spotify, iHeartRadio, po- uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and I think two more was still pending for like a year almost. And the other one, I can't remember, but so all together, probably five. All right. So we're going to. Okay, listen, I'm going to help you out because I've been doing this a very long time. We're going to convert you over to Anchor, and we're going to get you on at least nine to get the word out about the message you're trying to spread. Sound good? Awesome. And you get paid from the very first episode. Rock on to you. <laughs> Johnny Simo, where can they find you, my friend? Question. Can I have a question? <laughs> you have a question? I have a question. What? Now I forgot the damn question. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Todd. You went so fast whenever you do that. I'm like, you did that to me. You're like, oh, I'll see you Thursday. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. Um, damn. Think of it. Johnny's going to promote his stuff and why why he is the most famous man on my show, unfortunately. Johnny, tell them where they can find you, my friend. Best place to find me, Johnny Simo, tattooed in the wild on Instagram. Johnny Simonetti on TikTok. And then I'm also on Facebook. 
You know, before we started the show, I had a little chit-chat with Miss Laney, and she said she wanted to do a duet dance with you on TikTok. <laughs> She's been, look, she's, she's been working on her moves, you know? She's been showing yep. that guitar to that one freaking song or whatever everybody's doing, all those cool cats and kittens. But, uh, so... That's right. She, she, she's got a sound bite. She, she did one TikTok. I'm using that sound. I'm telling you that right now. Who, Carol Baskin? Which one? No. Oh, Lanny? Which one? Yeah. <laughs> you had to uh, release some... some Oh, Johnny was talking about this, yeah. Dude, I farted before I started this. It was cool. She's a poet. I'm using it. I'm I'm telling you, I'm using that. Probably how I look when I do fart, when it's like sketchy, you know? Oh, gosh, I laugh so hard at that. Who has sketchy farts? That's so weird. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Todd Orndorff. Thank you so very much for tuning in to the show. I so very much greatly appreciate it. All 19 countries, thanks for tuning in. Let's hit number 20 this week. Lady, it's been freaking awesome having you on. Thanks, and, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll continue to promote your show and everything. We think you're an absolute rock star. Johnny Simo, as always, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Always. You can check out the show, Todd or uh, – what, what is it? On the Toddcast on TikTok and uh, on the Toddcast at gmail.com. Make sure you hit us up. Say hello. Fan questions. Hit us out. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Todd Orndorff. Out. Peace. Ah. Ah. <laughs> We're talking about a man. That's me. Who's esteemed.